Are you happy? Are you deep down satisfied with the person you are, how you're living your life, and the future as it appears today? Do you have a passion? Is there any one thing in your life that is so important that it makes prioritizing everything else simple? If the answer to any of those questions is no, do you have any idea why? Welcome to the Veramore Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Keegan, co-founder of the dating app Veramore and the nonprofit app Hero Harbor. Happiness, mine and that of others, is something that's always been very important to me. I've devoted my life to understanding how we take the things life throws at us and combine that with our own special gifts to come away with an experience that, while not always perfect, is one we are proud of and allows us the fewest regrets and least amount of heartache. Whether through my personal musings or conversations with guests, the aim here is not to find a one-size-fits-all to-do list of change but instead a mindset that lessens our fear, reduces judgment of ourselves and others, and frees each individual to build the life that truly represents happiness for them. Well, I did. Um, I, as you know, I I work in sort of a sales type of capacity, so it's almost essential, it feels like, to set goals for yourself. Um, And I did, and so far I'm doing okay. Maybe not as fast as I'd like to be accomplishing them, but but the goals I set were pretty well thought out. So, uh, which I think is important. We'll get into that. But um, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Okay, so um, those were professional goals. Did you set any personal goals? Well, for me, it's kind of a mix. So, um, but yes, I have one big professional. I mean, uh, personal goal, which is uh, Ashley and I are looking to buy a house. So, um, that's our big goal for the year, and. Um, that's a yeah, joint we're... goal, kind of a family. Uh, that Absolutely. helps. Too. When yeah. you have joint goals, it kind of helps because you know. Okay, so all right, since you did that, tell me, tell me what your goal setting process is, and both your goal setting process and um, and your follow through process. Just tell me how you go about doing this. Right. Well, I guess like one of the biggest tenets about goal setting is I write them down. Um, write them down. Sometimes I'll post them uh, where I can see them. I have it. I'm a digital guy, so I have everything sort of uh, either on, a, on a, a background or when I first open my note-taking app, it's the first thing I see. Um, so I, I have it that way. Uh, most people say you need to physically write it down, and I guess I, I, can, I can see that, but the life I live is on the go. It uh, doesn't lend itself to that. I don't always sit at a I desk. And, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, exactly. So as you can see, um, but... Uh, so for me, it makes sense because what I am always in front of is a computer screen, um, whether it's in a coffee shop or anywhere. So that's why I have mine. And, uh, and it's good. And, and Ashley and I, in terms of our personal goals, we'll text back and forth to each other whenever it's like, hey, you know, do you want to grab something for dinner? And we'll just you know, sometimes send something as simple as a hashtag house, you know, <laughs> and uh, just something to keep us on, fo- on focus, you know. Okay, so... But what was your actual process? I mean, what was your thought process when you were creating your goals? So I use uh, a method that's pretty tried and true and pretty common, and most people know about it. But if they don't, it's called SMART goals. Mm-hmm. So SMART is uh, you know stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely or time based. 
and uh, you know, does it fit all of that criteria? Because if it's if it's if it's unreasonable, then you're not going to achieve it. And we can get into the science of that, which, as you know me, I like the whole biology of how this stuff works. Um, that can be extremely counterproductive. So sometimes goal setting is is kind of a no no. You you know, if, if you're not going to do it right. Um, so that's one thing I try to do is to make sure that the whatever goal I set is something that can be attained. It could be a, a little bit of a stretch, but but within reason, you know, something that that I can be motivated towards. Um, the next thing I try to do is set go, small goals, like in between, mm -hmm. so uh, little steps that'll lead me to that bigger goal. Mm -hmm. um, so to put that into realistic terms, so in terms of okay, we want to buy a house, great, you know out there kind of goal. Uh, but how do we get there? And so there's small goals in between. So there's a certain um, amount of things I want to do in terms of my credit to have the best possible credit score. There's certain things I'm trying to do in terms of saving money so we can have, you know, for the down payment. For me, because I'm in sales, it helps if I'm closing business because that business all goes towards that goal. So I have, I have those two things kind of intertwined because for me, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's where I spend the majority of my day. So it all, it all is entangled, but uh, but so I have those little small goals, and and as I chip away at each one of those, I get a win. And I think those small wins are important because when you get those, you feel the momentum building. You feel like you're getting somewhere. You know, uh, in terms of you know building credit, so you have credit cards. Well, then chip away at your smallest one so that that uh, debt to credit ratio is is uh, you know as perfect as it can be. Uh, little things like that. But then you know chip away at each one and make each one of those its own little goal. Because once you accomplish those, you, you start to gain confidence and momentum, and I think that's important. Okay, I definitely agree with that. Okay, so let me ask you this. We're right at the end of February, and I have no doubt that a very large percentage of the resolutions made on January 1st have gone out the window. What is your opinion on why most people don't make significant progress and or attain their goals? Well, so I'm going to get into a little bit of the science here, but I think it's important because it, it makes all the difference in how you set goals going forward if you can understand how your body works. So mm -hmm. um, from a neuroscience perspective, the, the brain is sort of hardwired to be protective um, and to seek pleasure rather than pain. Right. So both of those things are sometimes counterintuitive to the goals that people set. I want to lose 50 pounds. OK, that's, um, you know, that's hard. So right away, your brain's like, uh, you know, just just your, what's happening in the background of your brain is already making each one of your attempts at achieving that goal as a negative in your body. And if it's not coming from a positive place, then you have, you know, I mean, there's chemicals, actual chemicals in your body working against you on a goal that you set that, that at the higher purpose sounds like it's great. But if you make a goal that's not attainable, that if you don't have these small wins that can build confidence, if you, if you set yourself up for something that is counterintuitive to the way your brain works, you're not going to accomplish them. You know, I think the, the statistic is something like 15 days into the year, people, you know, most people have abandoned that goal or, or resolution and I'm, I'm i'm definitely more of a person that believes in goals versus resolutions right, because right. resolutions it sounds great if you're a politician or right i resolve yeah. to do this yeah. it's like oh i don't want to but 
I'm going to, you know? Right. Um, so, right. And, and, and that leads, that will lead into my theory on it, but go ahead, keep going. No. So, you know, when you set, you know, when you set these goals that, that are going to, um, you know, cause pain, discomfort, things that maybe cause fear, like a, a, a huge business goal or stepping out there and saying, I'm going to start my own business or quit my job or anything like that. Um, there's, there's fear that comes in. So the, the fear of failure is, is sort of crippling to accomplishing goals because it, um, it acts as a demotivator in your, in your brain, even when you're not trying to, and you're, you're filling yourself with outward motivation, you know, memes and, you know, uh, inspirational quotes and posters you put on your wall. But the entire time you've set goals that are counterintuitive to the way your brain works. And, um, your brain is going to always revert to what's comfortable. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's just human biology. So how do you counter that? And I think that's where, that's where the tough part comes in. So the reason why I think people fail at their goals is that it's that right there is that they're, they're kind of hardwired to fail at those goals. If they don't, if they don't, um, approach them properly. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to give you my theory on it. Yeah. And when you get to know me, you just, you find that, <laughs> I don't know if I'm simple or I'm complicated, but the, to me, I think, okay, let me, let me try again how to, how to get started on this. Every, everything that all my ideas, all my beliefs stem from my experience. And I, th I think that comes from a lot of us, but so for instance, a year ago, year and a half ago, when I was in Austin, I was about 30 pounds lighter. I loved the way I looked, but it, it didn't, it was strictly vanity. I put on 30 pounds, don't like it. And I think about fixing it, but I don't have any significant, I don't have a strong enough why. I'm not unhealthy. Nobody dislikes the way I look. Um, my clothes are a little uncomfortable and that, that in and of itself keeps me from gaining any more weight, but it, I don't really have a strong enough why. And this is what happens time and again when we set these goals because we set goals way too often based on what we think we should do what our spouses or significant others want us to do, what we think society should, you know, some, some, and so we don't complete them. We don't even often make significant progress on them because they really aren't important to us. When right. I'm honest with myself, when I step back and think about it, it's like, I don't really care that much. Yes, I would like to be 30 pounds lighter. However, it doesn't affect my life in any majorly negative way enough so that I do something about it. So right. what happens is when we have things that we really care about, that is really important, for instance, um, say you have a health issue, say you've just discovered you have a really bad health issue. If you don't make a change, you will not be around for your child's wedding or graduation or whatever it is. For many people, that's enough to make that change. All of a sudden it's, it's given you a far more powerful, um, why for doing it. The, 
and, and, and it really, because the thing, again, you know, as we know, I, I don't make resolutions. I haven't made resolutions or even set, you know, goals like, you know, sit down January 1st, da-da-da-da-da, even if you, because really my goals have been the same for a long time. Um, right. And it's just, but, and there's days when I'm not full on, you know, balls to the wall, as they say, on these goals. However, there's, they're always there. They're always in my mind. And I'm always making some kind of progress, some days more, some days less. But the thing is, whatever they are, and you've, you've said this to me, what they are so important to me that I keep getting up day after day and working on them because there's, I, in my heart, in my mind, there's no other choice. And right. mine are primarily business goals. But like you said, the business and the personal, they kind of go together. But for me, I, I, there's, I don't have a choice. It's not a question of, I'm not resolving to do anything. It's just, it drives my being. My why is so strong. I don't have a choice. And that's oh. the thing. There is nothing wrong with, because we beat ourselves up. That's, that's a big thing is that, you know, we set these goals, like, like you said, they're either not attainable or, you know, again, we don't care enough about them. And then we beat ourselves to crap because we didn't do something that we didn't really care about in the first place. Right. So if you step back and you say, you know, I didn't accomplish this because it really wasn't that important to me. And then figure out what is important to you. What do you really love? What really matters to you? What in your heart drives you the okinawans call it their word for it is ikigai i don't you love it ikigai and 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 what that is and it it can be business it can be personal but it's it's your reason for getting up in the morning it's your reason for living it's your it's it's your why my other theory on this and again i've proven this out with myself this is what works for me is that you mentioned the timeliness the goal has to be really important. It, and when I set a timeline to it, the timeline has to be significant. It's not enough for me, you know, I, like everyone else in the world, I've woken up a million and one times. I could retire if I had a dollar for each one of them um, and said, you know, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds in the next six months or even the next, whatever it is. Or, you know, I said, I put, artificial timelines on things and they they aren't important they don't have significance so um for instance when a number of years ago i was studying for my personal trainer exam and i had been studying sort of studying at it for months but i just really hadn't locked down and decided you know made up my mind that i was going to get it done however i've been dealing with back pain for about 18 months and finally found a doctor who was going to do surgery. My surgery was scheduled for April the 14th. I found a personal trainer exam available on April the 11th because my, my in my mind, I did not want to have this, you know, bothering me. I wanted to be able to recover. So I got that. I got to it. I studied for two weeks straight, went in, passed the exam, had my surgery. It was all good. When we we are we've just rebranded we're relaunching the the podcast under honestly dawn when i started i'd been you and i had been trying to get honestly speaking going for months and it was really bothering me that i just couldn't get it going and finally for my 50th birthday i said 
hell or high water, I don't care. And the, the entire broadcast was six minutes because it was just me introducing myself and telling, but it was my 50th birthday. It was a significant number to me and and it had you know and it wasn't just like I said 48 49 probably wouldn't matter but 50th I was like this both of these things the why and the timeliness you know the the importance of the goal of the of the day went together and it happened and once it happened I did whatever it took to launch every week afterward and part of the reason we're rebranding is because I wasn't always happy with the quality, but the fact of the matter is once I did it, I was not backing down on that. Right. The last one is I was writing a book. Uh, again, dragging it out forever and ever. And then what was the, what, what was the, why did I, there was something, what happened? Oh my gosh, you know, I've already forgotten. Why did I, because I said, I was, oh, I know, I had a lawsuit. Good grief. Two, two years of my life just completely <laughs> blanked out of my head. I had a lawsuit going on. The mediation that was going to probably answer the question to the lawsuit um, once and for all was going to be on November 1st. Again, I, I wanted, because this could go either way. It could go really big for me or it could go really badly. And I wanted to know that the book was done, that... I had a fallback plan if the lawsuit didn't go well. As it turned out, that was a really good idea because the lawsuit <laughs> didn't go the way I wanted. Right. Um, right. But again, the book was mega important to me, and the 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 timeliness. I you know I attached it to something that made sense to me. So you know, there for me, those are the two really big. Um, takeaways or 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 things to implement for goal setting yes all of the little details all of the writing it down having but you know like you were talking about the memes and the things how many times have i put things on mirrors and doors and you just eventually tune them out you don't even see yeah. them anymore um, Very true. Yeah. so it it has to have much much stronger um it, your why your icky guy has to be you know, without fail, something that drives you, you'd rather die than, than not make this happen. Okay, that, yeah, it's a little drastic. But the point is, it, it is. It's what drives you. And then the other thing is, if you attach it to a timeline that's important to you, that has super significance, a child graduating, uh, you know, uh, whatever, but something that is of super significance to you, it's you almost can't fail because... Yeah. You know those those two things just drive you like nothing else. So that's my take on it. Well, I mean, I uh, first of all, I, I completely agree with that, and I think to support what you're saying, there's there is again a, a, a science behind it, mm -hmm. and and it's not to bore anybody. I I personally think it's no, I love it. Fascinating, yes. but because if you understand the way you're already conditioned to work and you can work within that or you can overcome that by by understanding what to do then you're, you're much better likely to accomplish your goals mm -hmm. so what you're talking about where you have this like this incredible impetus this amazing driving force of what you want to do that's that is without a doubt step one so there's a um a lot of people consider him the father of, of social psychology. His name's Kurt Lewin. Mm -hmm. And he put together um, the, the uh, he called it his change model, or people call it a change model. But what it is, his philosophy was this. People are 
frozen in their in their current state. Mm -hmm. So they have to be unfrozen to be able to change, right? Um, we're, we're used to our patterns, our ways, our comfortable, e even if it's a bad situation, we're comfortable in it, right? That's why people stay in these bad relationships because it's, it's a little more comfortable than putting themselves out there. Um, so something has to, something has to ignite that cause for change and it has to be strong enough to unfreeze you from where you're, where you're at. And I agree when, when it's your employer giving you this goal, I mean, aside from losing your job, there, you know, again, that's a, a fear motivation tactic. It, it, it's, it's not, it's not it. You know, if, uh, if it's a doctor saying, Hey, do this, or you're, you're going to be on the, you know, the road to death. Well, then that might be enough to, to get somebody going. Most of the time, if it's internal, you're going to have a much better result. Like what you're talking about, an internal driving force. That is your why is going to be much stronger. Um, but yeah, that's the first step is that you have to be unfrozen to change, right? But then the problem is, and this is what I was talking about earlier, is your brain is still predisposed to putting yourself, you know, just wanting to head back towards the comfort, you know, going back to Egypt, you know? Um, so, so what do you do? So in, in this, this model that he talks about, first you unfreeze yourself, then you enact the change, right? That's the uncomfortable part. That's the part with all the friction and all the, the you know, it's hard. Um, so that's where people typically will fall off. They, they see they have a need. They start to enact this change. After a while, they revert back to old habits. So the last part of his model is refreezing yourself to change. So how do you do that? So I think during that change process, I think the thing that's important is to say, okay, you know, I need to lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds. So what do you have to do? Eat right and exercise. Okay. Immediately, your brain is saying, great, gross food and hard work. Don't, you know, neither of those sound great to me. So what, like, how do you do that? Well, it's, it's, you know, finding the recipes of food that you really do like. It's, it's, I think there's something to be said, pardon the background noise. There's something to be said for, um, not just attaining a goal, but enjoying the journey. Absolutely. And that's where I think is where it gets lost for people. So for you writing a book, it wasn't just to finish the book. You took joy in writing your book. Now you force yourself to get to it so you wouldn't, you know, right. do something else or get distracted or whatever. When it came to writing your book, you still took joy in it. You know, um, you, you had a goal to have a podcast recorded. Well, that's something that you, we all take a lot of joy in. So I think that that's, that's key to, to actually getting to the point where you accomplish your goal is that the steps that you're going to take to accomplish that goal are things that you, it, it's a journey that you can enjoy. Find the way you can enjoy it. If exercise is not your favorite, find an exercise that works for you. You know, my 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 mother has um, has had heart issues for years, and um, you know, certain things she just can't. She has two stents, and she's doing she's doing great, but she needs to exercise. And certain things she just can't do. Right? She's not going to run a marathon. There's certain things she just can't do. So she likes to you know, she likes to get into a pool, likes to swim, and and that's a that's a great exercise for her. You know, um, so find something that, that you can enjoy doing, you know, um, I think that that's, that's a critical step because what you want to do is get to the point where you can refreeze yourself so that you don't revert back. Right. And that refreezing yourself is the rewards, right? The rewards of accomplishing a goal is part of it. But if you enjoy the journey, then you have no reason to look back. I think that's kind of like the, that to me is the key for a call. So I, I, and you know this, but I, I consult businesses and part of what I consult on is on goal setting. Mm -hmm. 
And so I talk about this change model and I talk about, okay, how can we make this process less painful? And I think that's where it's like, okay, let's go after small wins. Let's, um, you know, find a, a journey that you can enjoy and, and how do we go about that? And then once that happens, then, then you can reward yourself and, and do all the things that, that can refreeze you. Right. So now, now this is, this is your life right. and you're not looking back, you know? Well, and, and I think maybe to put a um, sort of a visual to how that works, you know, again, you know, you know, we talked, we alluded and, and talked a little bit about, you know, pleasure, pleasure, pain, um, there's um, negative, um, there's a book called uh, Psycho Cyber Cybernetics by uh, Dan Kennedy, and he equates it, um, there's a term called uh, negative willpower, and he equates it to having a rubber band around your fingers and walking around all day long attempting to keep that rubber band stretched yeah, and going analogy. about your normal life you know and there is no possible way because something's going to happen and you're going to get distracted you're going to be doing something else and you're going to forget you're going to eat that piece of chocolate you're going to whatever that you know it's it, so we like as you said we are pre-programmed and what is it um there uh anyway to to you know go move toward pleasure away from pain and so what you and the other thing to you know because when a lot of times you you said this too when we think of diet we think horrible food we think of and we we think of exercise we think pain and, and misery and you know people think losing weight means going to the gym and spending an hour on the elliptical or you know all these things the I don't like running. I just don't. I have done it um, when I had a you know a reason for doing it. I I I did, but I never. I didn't enjoy a single step. I loved it when it was done. The feeling of accomplishment accomplishment was awesome, but I hated every step. But um, I love walking with my dog, and my dog and I would walk hundreds of miles. Um, we we you know did mountains. We did you know camping all this kind of stuff I enjoyed it the thing is it doesn't matter if you're physically moving it does not really matter what you're doing and the fact of the matter is the more you enjoy it the more you'll do it the easier it becomes and we have success muscles you mentioned the little wins every every everything you do that you succeed at you get that little piece of Ooh, cool awesome yeah, you know yeah. and and, then, and exactly. then when you realize it's like hey I can do this and then you go out and you do it again and you do it again and you keep getting stronger and each time you succeed you get more confidence that you can do it the next time and then suddenly you're making these changes with hardly any forethought at all because it's natural so yeah. the the first thing you have to do is after you figure out your why and your timeline is make it natural for you you know right. make it yeah. do do what you do the things that you enjoy don't try to bludgeon yourself into some nasty workout program or um i just i just wasted 500 dollars recently on a trainer because that trainer and I were not compatible and it was not worth it to me to go in and have him beat the living crap out of me. Yeah. Literally could not eat, couldn't drink because I couldn't bend my arms. 
um, it, you have to do what's good and natural and comfortable for you. I have never yeah. been lazy a day in my life, but there are some things that I like to do and some things that I don't. And I do the things right. that I like and it makes it natural, it makes it easy. Um, it, darn it, I was thinking I had one other thing to go with that. Oh, okay, so, so I had to do with the diet. And again, it's don't make these, don't make these sweeping changes. Don't make, exactly. you know, yeah. as soon as, and this, this, it's not just food. It, it, it's as soon as somebody tells you, you can't have a person in your life. That's the only person on earth you want. Yeah. Tell me I yeah. can't I have ice cream. And that's what I'm going to dream about day and night until I get ice cream. Um, right. And, you know, so be easy on yourself, make it, you know, make little changes, you know, um, put less dressing, do, you know, Okay, that just that just reminded me of one more thing. Um, one of the one of the biggest challenges I had when I was a personal trainer was not motivating my clients, but in retraining their brain against all that society crams down our throats about you're not motivated and just do it and you just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. And, you know, again, here, there goes my brain. Um, it, darn it. What was I going to say? Shoot, Hector. What was I going to say? Well, you were talking about being a personal trainer and having I, to retrain people's. Yeah, but no, I had a, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, okay. You go with oh, your thought. Well, what spurred okay. the thought was you were talking about using less dressing. That's what started. Oh, okay, okay. I maybe okay. Darn it! No, yeah. What? Because that—that's the thing. It's like, no. I. It's a very specific thought, and I'll come to it. So you go ahead with whatever you're thinking, and I, I will come back to it. I'm sure. Well, it's it's interesting because you know both of us have taken different angles, but still arrived at pretty much the same conclusion about. Um, the, you know, when I was talking about you're making the change and you're talking about making it natural, I, I think we're on the exact same page. What we I will say is- seem to be, even when we would disagree, we, I, we try yeah, so hard I honestly thought we might disagree on some things on this know, one. we try, and we really do we, try. Yeah, and don't, we don't share notes before, so it, it always makes no. it kind of fun. Um, but I, I do think there's a couple of things people need to keep in mind. And the first to me, before you start any of it, it's a self-acceptance, I think is the first thing to say, okay, Here's where I am. Here's what it is. You know, um, understand where you're coming from. Understand the fact that the moment somebody tells you, hey, you need to cut out coffee, and that's what you start every day with, and it's, you know, now you're supposed to drink warm water and lemon. It's not the same, and it's not going to be the same, and you're going to hate it. So, you know, understand where you're coming from, and then then you can start saying, okay, what what will be a small win for me? Well, maybe it's, okay, instead of using a bunch of creamer and, you know, like, whatever it is, but you, you find a place where you can, you can make some adjustments right. based on where you understand you already are, but you have to have the self-acceptance first. If you don't have that, then you're not ready to change, right. you know? I think I, I know think what it setting... is. Oh, go ahead. Well, okay. So, um, oh crap. Oh no, I know what it was. Here it is because the, and I don't have the stat in front of me, but the weight loss industry and the pharmaceutical industry, they, these are multi billion dollar industries and so it's it's in their best interest 
to beat you up and tell you you can't do it and how right I, I, I saw my dad what had the TV on recently and I had um, I oh, it was a, an ad for Bowflex and it's like you know you're not losing weight just because you 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 don't have time and and we're solving that problem because we're you know getting you an entire workout in 10 minutes or whatever it is the fact of the matter is we have bought into okay that's where i was going with retraining their brains we have bought into because it's been shoved down our throats for decades if not centuries the idea that you have to do it this way and 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 you're broken and you need a trainer and you need this you need that and no you don't and the thing is it's in their best interest how many gyms make so much money and, and again this is part of why i got out of personal training because it's so much more about your mind and your heart than it is about what you actually physically do. Yes, those are all you have to do it. You have to eat right. You have to do you have to exercise, but it's it's the way you approach it and your attitude about it that makes a difference. If you hate it, you're not going to do it. But all of these these trainers and all of these weight loss, you know, um, the you know the Weight Watchers and the, I'm not saying that they're bad things, but the the most of us don't succeed at it. We beat ourselves into submission for a period of time and we lose 8, 10, 20, 100 pounds. But then we go back to, we, we've gained it back because we didn't do it for us. We, we unnaturally forced ourselves into it. And the fact of the matter is these companies and these industries make, again, billions of dollars off of our broken thinking they encourage us to think incorrectly and they encourage us to think that there's something wrong with us and and the fact is it's not we just have to reprogram our minds to first of all quit listening to the rest of the world and do what feels good and right and natural for us once you do that it becomes easy right okay I agree. It, again, natural. It's never going to be easy in the sense that, but the, the approach to it, your willingness to do it becomes easy. So Right. I, I think I think it becomes easier for okay. sure. Right. You know, it, it definitely does become easy. It'll never be necessarily easy, but it'll always become be easier. Easy. Right. If, right. Right. If you exactly. perceive it as easy, then you're not going to value the, the end result. Um, right. So, you know. So this is where I think, like, for people... The, the goal should be one thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the, the thing is, like, uh, a woman who, okay, she's getting married, mm -hmm. right? So there's your there's your huge motivation, mm -hmm. right? And it's a, it's a big one, right? It's the biggest day. You know, it's going to live, hopefully, forever in memories or maybe right. as long as that marriage lasts or whatever. But it'll last a while. Right. Um, it's, it's big. So you have the motivation. And you have your reason for change, right? Then the, the wedding comes. It goes. Then what? Right. Okay. You're done. Great. 20 pounds later, you know, you're like, right. uh, you know, you don't have that motivation. So what, what is it? And it's exactly what you're talking about. Whatever, you know, if you can make it as natural to you as possible, if you can enjoy that journey, then accomplishing the goal almost is an afterthought. It's because you're going to keep going, you know, because you're enjoying this because it's a journey that, that you, you don't want to, you don't want to take a different path. You want to stay on this one. And I think that's, that's, that's where I think intention comes in, aside from goals. What is your personal intention? Mm -hmm. if, if your personal intention is to, you know, hit a deadline, and then once you hit that deadline, you're done. Mm -hmm. Then, I mean, certain things, okay, writing a book, sure. But what's to say, great, you hit that deadline. But, if I mean, if you have the talent to write a book, you, well, you know, 
keep going, keep writing, you know, let it, let it flow from you, you know, that sort of thing. I think, I think there's so much of that that just is missing. And it's why some people achieve those goals with Weight Watchers or whatever. And some people don't, most people don't, or some people achieve that goal, then revert, have to go through the whole process all over again, as painful as it is. And each time. Yeah. And the thing, and it's not, and the thing is, it's not just dieting or, I mean, weight loss surgery, all of those things, you know, if you do it for, if you do it for extrinsic reasons, if you do it for things that, you know, if you do it for other people, um, and if you don't truly, if it's not in your heart, if it's not truly in, in your mind, what is good for you and you believe in it and want it for yourself, it's not, it's not going to last. And, um, and, and the thing, and again, you, you may probably will not enjoy the process. Um, you know, so. yeah, it'd be easy to lose motivation, it'd be easy to lose your focus. Right. It's kind of like the rubber band example you brought up. You, the moment you lose that focus, right. it's over, okay. you know. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. Because I, it's I, not, I, uh, it, you're not even, you know, like I said, you, 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 you're not supposed to have chocolate. And then, and then this, I, I always say, I think I had gone for, I'd gone sugar free, I'd gone like for like two, three weeks. I don't know. It was, it was awesome. I just felt so much better. But I was in a nail salon and they had these little chocolate kisses. I wasn't even thinking. And I just popped this thing in my mouth and it actually, it made me sick, but it was just like, you just, I wasn't thinking because it yeah. I didn't truly care that much about it. So, right. Right. Okay. No, and I think the last thing that I'll say mm-hmm. is that, um, I, I do think it's important to have accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things you talk about with the timeline is that you're, you're holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. I think whether or not you have somebody else working with you to keep you accountable, like in some cases, it's actually helping keep me accountable. Um, I think the, the one thing you have to do is be okay with forgiving yourself and just keep moving Absolutely. forward, you know, Absolutely. and uh, it, just, it, it does your body, your, 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 your brain chemistry no good to beat mm-hmm. yourself up when you miss a goal. It actually, okay. all that beating yourself up um, introduces uh, stress hormones, um, cortisol, yeah. all those kinds of things, and, and, and they, just, they just make it worse. It, it exacerbates the situation. Absolutely. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, Hector. Um, Thank you for spending this time with us. If you enjoyed the content we shared with you, please subscribe, review, and share this show with your friends. Veramore the dating app and Hero Harbor, the social connection tool for heroes, are both in the app stores. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Veramore, Veramore underscore app, or Hero Harbor.